Welcome to Words That Inspire with Dr. Janice Monroe's Modest, speaker, inspirational coach, and author of Refocus 21, a 21-day fasting journal. So we know it's the summertime and um, we know that even though it's summer, uh, we don't want to have the summer slide. And so we know for us, for our kids or for our students, the summer slide is basically if you don't use it, you lose it. So if we don't have our students uh, read, they're going to uh, want to go back to school in the fall. They're going to be behind in their reading. If we don't let them practice like uh, worksheets for math, they're going to lose what they learned, whether if they learned how to add, how to do uh, sub subtraction how to do the multiplications um, so for just like 15 20 minutes a day we know that if we spend that time with our with our children with our students they will avoid the summer slide well i like to think about dealing with our purposes and our plans and the things that god has for us to do as well as avoiding the summer slide in that area. And so you may say, what is she talking about? Well, what is that goal you started in January and you said, by January, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Whether it has to do with your health, you said you were going to eat, uh, make better eating choices, you said you were going to cut off as much sugar or soda or bread, whatever you chose. Uh, you probably started off the year saying that, okay, I'm going to walk three times a week. Or you you said, okay, that business I was thinking about starting, I'm going to actually start it. Um, you may came up have come up with like a ministry. You said, okay, I'm going to help the elderly. I'm going to help children. I'm going to help business owners. Whatever it is that God had placed on your heart and you decided that you were going to do that, I know sometimes in the summertime, we have the summer slide. And so we forget our plans and we let loose and we let go. And then when the fall comes, we have to start all over again. So whether it's dealing with your children with their education or dealing with you with your goals and your dreams, we don't want to have the summer slide. And so to encourage you today, we're going to have... Um, back-to-back -back words that inspire uh, for you um, and so we just want to inspire you and just help you to hey stay focused stay the course and be encouraged that whatever God had started he says he is faithful and he will complete the good work that he started in you and so I know that you're excited like I am that even though the summer is here you know, we want to stay motivated. We do want to take, um, you know, you want to take a break when a break is necessary. However, you want to make sure that your break is planned and you don't want to cause the break to be a detriment to you. So yeah, you say, I take a break up, I take a break here, I'll take a break there. That is fine, but we still don't want to have the summer slide. So just for you today, we're going to be talking about uh, going under the radar and I came up with this title because as I read this awesome story that I'm going to share with you, it was about, um, it was a widow. She was in such dire need. Uh, she needed financial help. She, the creditors were calling her. Um, they were, she was about to lose her two sons to the creditors. That's how bad it was. And um, she went to, as always, always cry out to God. That's always the first step. She went to the prophet. 
and he gave seven steps that we go, I'm going to share with you. And she went from owing the creditors to supernatural wealth. And in, in the story is so short and it's concise and it came in just seven quick steps and uh, mindsets that we can learn from. It's amazing that God gave us his word to teach us so that we don't have to suffer through the things that um, that he's clearly showed you, hey, this is how you're going to get out of this. So wherever you find yourself, let's just tune in and listen in to God's word. It's the most inspirational book that you can ever find. Uh, God, God word, uh, the word inspire. I love that word inspire because it means is God breathe and it, it means it represents change. And so we know that even with this lady, she got a word from God from this through the prophet. God used a prophet. He always uses people to get to us. And even as you can hear the sound of my voice right now, even though it's God's word, he's using um, a voice and a sound. And um, we know that he has plans for you. He wants to use you as well so you can reach others, so you can help others. Um, and hey, I'm glad you said yes when, when, when God came and knocked on your door and he gave you a dream and you said, yes, I'm going to do that. And so just like this lady, she just got to a point where I know she had dreams just like all of us do, uh, but she just got to a point where she was so low and she couldn't find and see her way out. And lo and behold, here come this prophet with a word that I'm excited to share with you today. All right. And what's that word? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's from Second uh, Kings chapter four. And what's interesting is they didn't even tell us her name. They just said she was a widow and they told us her situation. So we're going to jump right into um, today's inspirational uh, lesson that we know will propel change in your life. And so it's called the widow's olive oil. And as I said, you can read it on your own. Um, in second Kings uh, chapter four. And so the seven points, so hopefully you can grab your pen, your pencil and uh, hear what aspired through this um, to this young lady. All right. So number one, first thing she did, we're jumping right in. Uh, is she went to the prophet and she cried out for help. And so the first step is we have to know and recognize that we need help. And we have to know and recognize where our help comes from. And so no matter what situation you may be in, everyone is in a different situation and your season may change. So today your situation. Uh, may be financial. The next day it may be for your relationships, but whatever you learn today, you can use it across the board for anything in your life. Okay. So in verses one, we see that she went and she asked and she cried out for help and God heard her cry. So I want you to know today that um, whatever you're going through, you speak. And I know you may have been crying out and you probably say, you know, I cried out before and nothing happened. Well, something is happening because today you're getting a word directly from uh, God's word to put on your situation. And we know it's going to inspire uh, change in that area. So think about that area that you could use a miracle in just like this um, this lady. And when you think, think about miracle, just think about what's on your mind. 
what is it that you need and whatever you need is going to take a miracle because once you um, connect with God everything becomes supernatural and so once you connect with God don't expect for things to happen in the natural expect a miracle expect that he is going to do something amazing expect that he's going to just blow your mind when he's done because he's God and that's what happens so you don't want to limit um, him by your expectation so as we go through number one I'm glad you're writing it down and you're crying out for to God for help in that specific area of your need and then number two we see that number two Elijah came and asked her Elisha sorry the prophet came and asked her hey what shall I do for you tell me what do you have in the house simple question and that's the same question I want to ask you today. What is your gift and talents? What do you have in your house? What do you have at your disposal? And it's just amazing how in verses, um, that same verse, she says, your servant has nothing in the house except for a jar of oil. And what we learn here is she felt that what she had was insignificant. She thought that her situation was so dire that she didn't have what it took for her to get herself out of the situation that she was in. And sometimes what we do is we, um, we look down on our gifts and our talents and we compare it with other people. So sometimes you say, you know, what's your gift and talent? And because we can't sing or we can't dance, or we don't have one of those talents that people look to as a quote unquote talent we look down on the talent that we do have you may have a talent uh to communicate efficiently with others you may have a talent to cook you may have a talent to make people feel welcome uh there's so many different talents your talent could be math it, your talent could just be liking people <laughs> some people just don't even like people right um and so uh we have to look at, at are what we have it can be personality wise it doesn't have to be tangible uh for her it was just some oil and for you you may say all i have is five dollars you may say you know all i have is a hundred dollars i don't have any resources uh but just like this lady she was thinking that what she had couldn't create the wealth that she needed to come out of her situation and what's amazing is what the prophet replied to her okay and so for three in verse three which is also number three he said go ask for vessels from your neighbors um uh just a few so what we see is she said she had oil and he was coming up with a business strategy to help get her out of the situation that she was in so sometimes we we close our minds um because we're looking for what we don't have to give us what we need and in this situation we are seeing that god was using what she had in front of her at her disposal to um to create the wealth that she needed um and it's just so amazing how we can easily find ourselves uh, falling into the trap of thinking that we're not good enough that we don't have what it takes for us to excel we don't have what it takes um, to create wealth and right here we see that all she had was a jar of oil 
And here he is coming up with a strategy. So the first thing he told her was, you know what? Go to your neighbors and collect all the empty vessels. Okay. And four, he said, then go in, shut the door behind you and your sons and pour the oil in a vessel. And then when each of them is full, you set them aside. So this is just a strategy he's coming up with. And we know that once you cry out to God, you're going to get the strategy that you need it may not be like mine. It may not be like hers, but trust me, he has a plan for what you have currently. He has a plan for your current uh, gifts and talents that you have, your current resources that you have right now. I want you to feel confident, to feel bold, um, to know that what you have right now will take you to the next level because God is all that you need. He is more than enough. And he has um, a supernatural plan that he wants you to team up with him about so that you can go on to the next level that, that he has. Remember, he gave you a dream and he has the plan to fulfill that dream. You have everything that you need right now to fulfill the dream and the plan that God has for your life. So don't forget that you have everything right now that you need to fulfill God's plan and purpose that he has uh, for your life. And then we see in verse four, he said, go in, shut the door behind you uh, with your sons or with your children and pour the oil. And so what I love about this is he expected her to be bold about it. He was like, you know what? Go ahead, get these oils, go to your neighbors, collect these oils. But what's interesting though, is he also said with your sons. So he wanted to include her children with her because she was creating a legacy. So we want our children to know the amazing um, beauty of asking God for something and for them to be a part of that legacy that you are building um, as you're building generational wealth just like this uh, widow who started with what she thought was nothing. This was just some oil, one jar of oil. And here God, here God comes with this awesome strategy. Uh, she could have said, you know what? I just want uh, to just stay here with this one jar of oil. I don't want to multiply it. But it wasn't about her. We see that it was about legacy. And so sometimes when we, when we think about doing that extra step, going the extra mile, and we may be tired and uh, or we, may, we may even be satisfied with our jobs and we're just focused on, you know, meeting the bills, paying the bills. But God is thinking about generational wealth. He wants to show himself so strong in you that your children will be able to say, wow, you know, my mom or my dad served an awesome, amazing God who was able to, to do miracles where I can see that they went from nothing to God providing supernaturally. And so you want to um, allow God that honor, right? To, to do a miracle through your life. So if, if, you know, he's in the miracle business, that's what he does. He's supernatural. So everything he does is supernatural. Uh, but sometimes, you know, we limit it. Just like her, like this widow initially, she was thinking that her jaw of oil was so significant, it couldn't bring her wealth. But we see a different, um, a twist to the story right here. 
And what I what I love about it in verse four as well, he said, shut the door behind you. And so the, the topic for today is going under the radar. So uh, Elijah wanted her to know, listen, I have something for you to do, but I need you to work in silence. I need you to not blabber around telling everybody what the plan is until it's time. And so he sent her to go around to the neighbors asking for for thing, but not telling them why. He said, you go and you go, you close your door, you and your children, y'all close your door. And then you go ahead, you fill it, you fill up all the oil. And God was able to do the miracle in secret under the radar. And so a lot of times we block our blessing because we blabber too much. So what happens sometimes when we talk about our situations when we shouldn't is uh, we know people are fearful. And so if they're fearful to step out into something great for their own lives, they love you. So when you say you're going to step out for something great in your life, they're going to be fearful for you as well. And so they're going to combat it with you know negative with fear they'd be like oh no you can't do that you don't have enough resources imagine uh this widow going to her friends going to her bestie and saying hey you know what i'm going to do i'm going to make a living and i'm going to get wealthy from this one one jar of oil they look at her and say are you crazy there is no way that's going to happen. Don't even waste your time. That's really uh, embarrassing. Actually, who told you you should do that? And had she done that, she would have probably listened to what they said, or I know for sure she'd have been discouraged. And so sometimes when God gives you a mission and a vision, you have to go under the radar, just like this young lady. You make your plan, you've, you listen to the strategy, you write the strategy, you work the strategy, and when it's time, the same person who gave you the dream and the vision will tell you when it's time to reveal uh, that, that vision that he gave to you. And so in verse five, uh, she was obedient is what we see, which is awesome. She was obedient. She was indeed silent. She did indeed go under the radar. Um, so that she can go in, shut the door and start, get all, gather all those vessels, um, that she had gotten. She started with one. Uh, so she went, got all the vessels and started pouring, pouring the oil. And of course, if you are obedient to God, miracles must show up. And so as she kept pouring, miraculously oil kept pouring the same one jar of oil just kept pour just kept she just kept pouring it into each of those vessels until every single vessel of oil was full so she worked the strategy that the um elijah the the prophet that he told her uh to work and then uh, we see in verse six um when there was no more the flow of the oil stopped and so the first thing that came to my mind as i uh, listened to that was that um she decided her actions decided when her flow stopped and so we limit ourselves only you can limit you because we know that we serve a limitless god and we can only limit him based on our um our obedience what are you what are you willing to believe for he said, as a man thinketh, so is he. He says, um, you shall have what you say. He, he kept 
putting the onus back on us even to be saved you have to confess with your mouth that that um that you believe that jesus died for us and um confess that you're saved so everything goes back to us he puts the onus back because he, we know that we have all power and all authority that he's given us even from the beginning when you go back to genesis he wanted us to know that he has given us power he has given us dominion um and authority for us to rule and so sometimes we just have to remember that when the flow of things ceases we have to look back on ourselves and say okay what am i doing that's blocking my blessing what am i doing that's causing me to be stagnant so you always have to go back to you because remember you're serving a god who has uh who is limitless and if he give you a dream he's giving you the resource no matter how insignificant it may appear through your eyes but we know if he gave it to you whatever you have right now all your resources everything you have right now is all you need to get to the next level to accomplish the purpose and the dreams that god has given you and so just like this lady is just a matter of following these steps and you can always go back and listen to the replay so that you can remember uh, these steps that she followed and then we see in verse six um where the flow stopped but as we jump to seven we see that she went out um and told the man of god uh that hey i did what you told me to do so because she was obedient she was ready to go to the next level um so even though we see that in six that she stopped the flow because that's all the um that's all the vessels that she had so she filled up everything that she took if she had taken a hundred more she'd have gotten a hundred more filled if she had got if she had taken five thousand more she'd have gotten five thousand filled and so it was just a matter of her belief level what she was believing for and uh the same thing in in your life you know what are you believing for how much are you are you uh willing to risk based on what god is asking you to do if if he is telling you um that okay i need you to you know be be more aware of what you're eating be be more aware of where you're going be more aware of who you hanging around you have to be able to say okay you know i'm it's going to be tough but i can do this you have to be willing to do the the tough things um and even the things that sometimes don't even make sense like for this lady it did not make any sense how i'm in debt and you're going to tell me with one bottle of oil that's going to get me to create not just wealth but a legacy for her and her sons and so but what we see in seven is that he said go and uh sell sell the oil for you and your children pay your debt and live on the rest you know what that says that one jar of oil <laughs> she was able to create a lucrative business a business that was so huge that she could pay her debt she could take care of her kids and she can still have a retirement fund it says you can just live on the rest and even as we read this story we know that she had super abundance we call that opulence we know that she had enough because he said you can live on the rest imagine having even leftovers to live 
he didn't say um you can have the rest for a week you can no she had so much her business became so lucrative that she can make a livelihood from just a jar of oil i mean this is like mind boggling to me so wherever you may find yourself today i just want you to um cry out just like this lady did and just ask god inquire you know if you don't if you don't know what your talents are ask him you know what do you have in your hand don't take it for for granted what you have you have everything that you need right now to create the lifestyle and to create that legacy um that god has placed in your heart on only him know you know your dreams i i don't and i don't need to it's just you need to know and he needs to know and that's why it's called under the radar so sometimes we know we blabber too much we go about we tell everybody what we're going to do then we open up ourselves to you know to get all this negative uh, coming back at us and that will just slow us down all the negative energy <laughs> coming it slows you down then it opens up itself for doubt and when doubt creeps in we know fear creeps in and then you become double-minded and we know the scripture says that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways so even as you're trying to go you'll be like um you know and then all of a sudden you're gonna figure out that you're you start procrastinating um you know then this week you don't feel like doing this and then the next week you don't feel like doing that you know and then you can say well it's the summer i'm gonna take the whole summer off and then it's the fall you're gonna say well i need the fall so i can get the kids back on track in school and then it's going to be uh december and you're like okay i'm gonna wait till january and then the cycle is gonna start again you start in january you you bring your goals so no we don't want that so whether it's summer fall winter i don't care when it is you're listening to this rather on the radio on on the podcast i want you to uh remember and just look in the mirror and see how great god has created you and how much he loves you that he's given you everything you need to accomplish everything and every dream that he has given you it's all in his kingdom it's all in his kingdom agenda so you don't want to walk around uh like everyone else who doesn't have a god right you don't have to know the end of everything all she had to do was answer the first question which is what's in your hand and from there she got the next step and from there she got the next step but we want to know the end <laughs> before we even want to listen to the beginning so i can't sit here and tell you okay this is the he's god is not going to just sit and tell you the whole strategy He's going to tell you one step at a time when you're obedient you do that one thing then you're ready for the next step he comes through with the next step and that's why i love that story so um in second kings it's just a great testament uh to the character of god that once you cry out to him no matter where you are what situation you're in he answers he has answers he has strategy he's not he's not a dead god He's not a God who can't help you, okay? He's a God who's given you everything you need within you so that you, you can accomplish what needs to be done. So just a matter of listening, it's a matter of hearing. And so I just pray that 
uh, these words resound in your mind uh, even as you sit down and no matter how small the thought is I want you to be obedient if the if you're hearing him saying okay you know make that plan make that phone call do that step don't think it is insignificant it's all a plan um, in the big scheme of things okay so we want to make sure that um, we realize that we are legacy builders and so I want to leave that with you um, and just encourage you to go under the radar be comfortable going under the radar all right so God has great plans for you and I am Dr. Janice Modest your inspirational coach reminding you to go under the radar trust God he has great things for you Thank you for joining us tonight for Words That Inspire. You have been listening to your inspirational coach, Dr. Janice Monroe's Modest, author of Refocus 21, a 21-day fasting journal. Join her weekly for inspiration to propel you into your God-ordained destiny. Need additional resources? Go to www.refocus21.com.